me tell you about my Mother's Day. Had a lovely, lovely time. And I think the thing that I enjoy most with my sons who are growing up, and as anyone who's got teenagers would know, that there comes a point in which your kids will tolerate you, but yeah. they'd so prefer to be anywhere else. You, when do you get Mother's Day? It's about sort of mid-morning and then starting to look down the road or well, text mates. so here's the thing. I say to my kids that if I can scoop them up and get them to a morning tea or whatever, usually I know that I've got about an hour's max. Yeah. But Mother's Day, they know it's my time frame. Mm-hmm. But what's great about that is that it means that they also, we start to have conversations that we normally wouldn't have. Yeah. So yesterday we went and had breakfast at Bare Bones in Jindalee and gee, they were exceptional. So lots of um, listeners said hi, which was lovely. And then we went down and um, had morning tea with Sean's parents mm-hmm. who lived down in Cleveland. So I had them for a very good wow. amount of time. Wow, a big drive. But we did see, um, as we were having breakfast, we saw this young kid who was uh, busking mm. Good on him, can I tell you? He was making money out of all the people that were going, oh, sweetie. His mother would be proud. Yeah, he was about 13 or 14 and he was playing the guitar. And the reason why that was interesting for us was because it sparked a conversation with my kids. Now, Mm. my two eldest boys in particular learnt the trumpet in primary school. Kenmore State School, they were part of the junior band and then the senior band. And Lewin, my 19-year-old, was so good. He was actually, we bought him a special trumpet that was worth a fair bit of money. Yeah. And he even was able to play trumpet exceptionally well at his father's funeral. I remember that. And I think I remember some Anzac Day performances too. Exactly right. So this kid knew what he was doing. But, of course, when they hit high school and my kids were football Mm. players and, you know, they just – they just lost interest and I tried everything. I seriously, I begged them, I bribed them because I figured that if you could stick with music, yeah. you could go on and be really cool later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And seriously, if you have a kid. <laughs> Not now. That later you can be cool. Later you can be cool. <laughs> if you have a kid who's kept with music, can you tell me how you did it on 32230973? Because what happened on Mother's Day was that they saw this kid who was yeah. about 14 or 15 with a guitar and both of the oldest ones said, I wish we'd stayed with it. Yeah, yeah. Because they saw this kid reading the music. Yep. And I thought, see, boys, this is the thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't have told you. And and I, I, as I said, I tried everything. And yet I couldn't make you stick with it. And yet now that you're older, you're not saying, oh, that's just what the daggy geeky kids do. But but trumpet's hard. I mean, a bit of guitar like that kid there. I remember Chris played a bit of guitar in that teenage years. And I just wanted to say, hold on to it. Until you do it at parties and girls think you're cool. Girls will keep you going. Okay, funny you should say that because we went on YouTube last night. Now, you may remember this guy, but he started when he was five and has gone on to have 161 streams of this. Listen. Do you remember Timmy Trumpet? No. Don't you? 161 million views on YouTube. Wow. And I'm saying, see, you could have become Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> no. no, but it's interesting though. Yeah, and, yeah. and now they don't think that those kids that stuck with music are geeky or daggy or, you know, boring. Because one or... day they'll be paying big money to go and see them in concert somewhere. Well, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jocelyn of Pine Mountains, have you got kids that are sticking with it? I do. I've got a 16-year-old daughter who plays snare drum and a 12-year-old son who plays bagpipes. Bagpipes. Wow. (laughs) Um, Exceptionally well, but the reason is that they are actually part of the local pipe band. So um, it's not just a school-based thing. It's outside of school, so they get so much more from it as well as 
social skills and just life skills. So yeah. absolutely, if they can, if you can do something to get kids to stick with it, they will reap the benefits. Jocelyn, I'm you know, sure they're very, I'm sure they're very, very good. But have the neighbours tried to talk them out of it at any time? <laughs> Absolutely not. They request them to play. And last year when we didn't have Anzac Day, um, he actually played here in the street and we did a little band, a little march because I play as well now. And we had all that neighbourhood out to watch us. So it's fantastic. And I cannot promote teaching or or learning an instrument for young kids. Jocelyn, tell me, how long does it take for the bagpipes to sound okay? Ewan's musical. So he'd actually learnt trumpet, flute, lots of different instruments first yeah um so he could kind of read the music which i think is half the battle yeah um but with him with this local pipe band they're actually doing something different where they get straight up on pipes almost straight away which is unheard of in the traditional you know world so he was up within six months and he was competing within 12 months and won the novice Champion for Queensland. Oh, no, all good now. All good now. I'm promising you. And Six months. After his daughter That's learned, a long time, Jocelyn. After his sister learned by snare drum, what a blessed relief the bagpipes were. <laughs> well done to you, Mama, for keeping those kids going. And the fact that you've joined in is even better. I love that. Yep. Thank, Thank you, you so much for your call. <laughs> it's Robin, Terry, and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3.